Welcome back to the Axiom Youth Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This lesson is being taught by our youth pastor, Brother Jared Turner. It's entitled Faith. We hope you enjoy. That you would just help them, and I pray that you would talk to them tonight and that you would help me, God, in what I am teaching. Lord, it's got to come from you, and I hope it comes from your heart tonight because that's the only way it's going to make a difference in their life. I pray that you would bless this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you can be seated. Now, I want you to listen to what the scripture that I'm going to read, okay? And it gives a very good illustration. This is in James chapter number 2 and verse number 14. And it says, What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and has not works or has not something to back it up? Can faith save him? Question mark. Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be without clothes and destitute of daily food, so not without without clothes, naked and hungry, okay? And one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Okay, so this is what it's talking about. Now, it's talking about if you say to somebody, just be filled, you're not hungry anymore. When they're hungry, does that work? When you come with a need and you say, I need something, I need you to help me, I I haven't eaten all week, and you look at that person and you just say, you're filled, there's food, but you give them nothing, is it, is it any good? No, it's not, that's, that's very common sense, okay, so the writer of this book is comparing right, the common sense reaction that we would have about food or about clothing or about helping someone in need with having faith. Okay, so this is a big one, okay, because if you just say, I believe that God exists or I believe in Jesus and it never touches action, then it's nothing, It's as if you were a non-believer. It means you are lost. So this is why, listen to me, this is important. This is why when we in an apostolic church stand and preach that you must be filled with the Holy Ghost and that you must be baptized in Jesus' name, right, to go to heaven, It's not because we want to be all exclusive and all just to ourselves and we want people to not be in the church and we want people to not be saved. But we take what James said seriously, that if you believe, you will do everything that God wants you to do, that there will be action after you believe. And if there is no action, you don't have faith. So in our culture, we have a misconception of faith because there's been a lie put out there and it's really heavy in Arkansas that if you go to church or if you think you want to go to church but you never do, if you go to church or or a Jesus-y kind of person that you're okay. 
But that's not what the Bible teaches. That's not real faith. In fact, if you don't take action, you don't have faith. You don't. It profits you nothing. It's just like saying to somebody, here is some food, but you have no food and they're still hungry. And you say, leave. I've already given you what you need. It is just simply empty. So as Christians, we've got to have an understanding of what real faith looks like because we are saved by faith. Faith is the starting point. Faith is the catalyst. But we need to know what faith is because in this day and age, just like love, faith is being distorted. Faith is being twisted. Even words like faithful are being twisted and distorted. And with everything that we're going to teach in this or preach in this basic series, God does not demand anything that he has not already given. Right. So God does not demand that you love him except that he already gave himself as a sacrifice in love for you. He loved the world and he gave. So it happened first. His love first. So this is the same thing with faith. Is that God demands that you have faith in him. But he is faithful first. Now I want you to, I want you to catch this with me. He is faithful first. Before he wants you to be faithful, before he wants you to have faith, he believes in you. This is a principle throughout Scripture. God never asks anything that he's not already. Right? He never, he, that's just like with your money, right? When you give in the offering, we could go down a list so big. He doesn't give, right? You don't give to God without him first giving to you. You give because you owe him. And we're going to talk about this more in depth as we go through these basics. But that's just a theme that God gives first and then he demands from you because he gave it first. God truly leads by example. Right? When Jesus got down and he was teaching his disciples about servanthood, right? He got down and he washed their feet. Why? Because God leads by example. He leads by example. So he wasn't going to demand anything that he was not willing to give. Does that make sense? Okay. So the same is true with faith, that God is faithful before he demands any faith from you. But he does demand faith from you. So what is faith? I looked it up in the dictionary because I wanted to be really sure. I looked it up in the Greek and I looked it up in the English. And the top definition of both the Greek word that's translated faith and the English word has this other word inside that definition. And it is truth. Faith has to be connected to truth. Right? You've true faith. Faith that is the saving faith. 
faith that will save you, faith that will pull you out and make you get to heaven. Now, faith is a heaven or hell issue, right? In Hebrews chapter 10, right at the end of the chapter, Paul says, we are not the ones that draw back from faith into hell. We are not the ones that draw back. So faith is a heaven or hell issue. You've got to have faith or you're not going to make it to heaven. Okay, does that make sense? Right? You've got to have faith. But what is faith? Faith is the belief that what God says is true. You have to believe that what God says is true. And if you really believe, I mean really believe something is true, then you will act on it. You will act on it every time. If there's something like an eternity with him forever, if there's something like peace, if there's something like joy, if there's something like hope, why not check it out? Why not see, is this right? Because when you get that mind to investigate, God does this work. God is on your side. And he wants you to believe in him. So when you investigate, God, is this real? God will confirm it to you. God will begin to talk to you. God will begin to impress upon you. Because he is not trying to hide from you. He wants you to have the real definition of faith. He wants you to know the truth. And he wants you to believe him. But you've got to give it a try. You've got to give it a try. And you know what? When you give it a try, a honest try to say, I am going to try to live for God. If it says I need to be baptized in Jesus' name, then I'm going to have faith and I'm going to believe that if I repent of my sins and I'm baptized in Jesus' name, that God will forgive me. If it says that I can get the Holy Ghost, then I'm going to pray that God fills me with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to try. If it says that God blesses a holy and righteous life, then I'm going to try it. If I believe that, then I'm going to try it. And when you try it, God will reveal it to you. And then you can kind of move on to the next one. That's why we say that your faith can grow. That's why we say that your faith can, can push forward forward because it does because you get one thing under your belt and then you go on to the next thing and you try it and God does that's why the Bible says taste and see that the Lord is good that's why the Bible refers to faith as a grain of mustard seed not because a mustard seed is small but because a mustard plant starts small and becomes big and it becomes a big tree. And on that tree grows the strongest, the Bible says, of all the herbs. It has the most strong smell and taste. So it is a powerful thing. But it starts small. Why? You start with just what you know right now and say, God, is this real? And then God opens up something to you and you taste and see this is real. And then it grows from there. That's biblical faith. That's true faith. That's not saying I am a Jesus person. I'm good. I believe I'm good. It's I believe that God is a rewarder. So I'm going to pray and I'm going to see what God does. I believe that God can forgive me. So I'm going to ask and see what God does. I believe in a good lifestyle. I believe in the power of 
holiness. And so I'm going to give it a try and see what God does. But you've got to give him a chance. That's what faith means. It doesn't mean you just believe something in the just the wide open air and that you never have any proof of it, but that you give God a chance and you see, is this better? Is it better? Is my life better when I give God a chance? I want you, that's my challenge tonight. I want you to put God to the test because I think we're in a place right now where we are not putting God to the test enough. And that's what faith is. That's biblical faith. It's putting God to the test and watching him work. And if you never do that, if you never put your faith into action it will die right where it is if you have that mustard seed and I've been to so many conferences and they pass out mustard seeds and they put them in a little glass vase and they give them out and you sit them on your shelf right but that mustard seed will never become anything why because it's never going to be planted and I understand I'm not making fun of that that's kind of cool you have a little see how small a mustard seed is that's pretty cool and you can sit on yourself I'm not saying that's a bad thing I'm just saying that in real life that seed won't do anything. Why? Because it's just stuck where it's at. There's no death involved, right? The Bible says that if a seed's going to grow, it's got to go into the ground and die. It's got to rip open and new things have to begin to form out of it. That's what your faith is. If you pause right where you're at, if you stop right where you're at, you will never get to where God wants you to be. You've got to do something. So that's my challenge to you tonight is I want you to see what God does. I want you to see what God can do. So here, I need you to stand with me tonight. And this is, this is the altar call tonight. This is, this is a simple altar call. It was a simple message, but I think it's something that's important. And I think it's something that is dealing with us at where we're at. Because there are too many people in this group right here that are not giving God a chance. That are just not giving God a chance. And I'm not saying this to be mean, and I'm not saying this to get on to you. I hope you hear my heartbeat. I'm not trying to get on to you. Because that's not what biblical faith is not some sort of like exercise. Like you've got to get down and you've got to do a million push-ups right before you grow any little bit of faith. No, faith, biblical faith is just opening up your heart and watching what God will do. Just giving God a little bit of space because He's already faithful. Aiden, He already knows your name. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows what you're going through. He's been faithful to you already. He's already worked in your life before you even knew him. He was faithful to you. And all he's asking for is just a little bit of faith. And it's the faith that he's already given you. And it's the faith that he's already put in your heart. And he's saying, just let it grow. Let me prove to you that I am real. Let me prove to you that I can do anything. I dare you to give me your life. I dare you.